It's time for Spotlight on KRWC, and our guest today, Peggy Reed. Peggy is with the Wright and Hennepin uh, FSA, or Farm Service Agency office, and our regular monthly visit with Peggy to go over a number of different things as we get into springtime. Happy spring, Peggy. Yes, happy spring to you, too, Tim. I hope you had a good Easter time. Yeah, it was very nice. Kind of quiet, as usual. Yeah. This last year, it seems like a lot of things are a little more quiet than they used to be. Can't so. beat, couldn't beat the weather, though. No, it was gorgeous. So, <laughs> Even had a little time to get out on the motorcycle, so that was fun. Really? All right. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you don't get too many Easter's like that. Most of the time, no. you're wearing some heavy clothing, it seems like, so... Yeah, I think the week before that, wasn't it? We were winter clothes one day <laughs> and spring right. clothes the next. And <laughs> That's right. Well, that kind of brings us a little bit to uh, some of what we're going to talk about here today. And, and maybe just uh, before we get into the main events here or main topics, uh, uh, any folks uh, giving any indications of what the uh, the uh, field conditions are? I, I would imagine still a little wet out there yet. Yeah, um, I know a few people have planted a little bit of um, spring wheat, but I know that, yes, they said that, you know, if you're in the sandy areas, it's staying a little, you know, it was pretty good. We're going over the weekend. However, um, I think if you're in heavier soil or clay soil, you are, doesn't take very far to get down in that soil and you're pretty wet again. So, and then the rain this week, I'm sure that's going to put them off for a few a few more days after it stops raining so yeah really nothing to worry about yet i mean this would be pretty early or you know yeah. at the at the early end of it anyway yeah mm-hmm. and i'm not sure if the ground is warm enough for the corn and beans yet but that could change in a hurry too if we get some nice sunshine and warmer weather so yeah. Okay, uh, we've got a number of topics today you want to talk. Uh, we've uh, hit this one before, but this is kind of ongoing, the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. Yes. Um, just recently, there was a new, um, the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2021, or they're referring it to as CAA, um, provided some additional assistance to the producers who had applied for the CFAP 1 program, the CFAP 2 program, or the CFAP 2.1 program. Um, what they did there was they allowed some additional top-up payments to cattle producers based on the producer's eligible highest owned inventory between April 15th of 2020 and May 14th of 2020. And these numbers would have been certified on the 803114 um, or the CFAP1 application. And they we've been coming and going with those so much that I don't remember when that one ended, but... Um, so what they're saying is that producers are now were originally paid about $33 a head on their cattle, and now this top-up payment rates are going to be as follows. So if they had feeder cattle that were less than 600 pounds, they're going to get another $7 a head. If they had feeder cattle that were 600 pounds or more, they're going to get $25.50 a head. If they had any slaughter cattle, which they're, they're feeding out the cattle, they would get $63 a head. If they had slaughter cattle, which are mature cattle, they would get $14.75 a head. And any other cattle, they would be receiving $17.25 a head. Also, during that, um, for the CFAP 2 and the CFAP 2.1, the CAA directed FSA to provide an additional top-up payment to price triggers and flat rate crops. Um, the flat rate crops are probably more like your alfalfa um, and your forage crops, and the other price trigger ones are probably more like your corn, your soybeans, sunflowers, small grains, things like that. Um, these payments will be issued on the 2020 acres that you reported during 
the 2020 acreage reporting time, and you will get $20 per acre on those. And the acres that will be used will be on those acres that were on the approved 803117, which is a CFAP application for the CFAP 2 and 2.1. If you want a list of commodities receiving that $20, you can go to farmers.gov, and then I would look for CFAP, or sometimes you can go slash CFAP, and then you can get their area. That should show the commodities that were paid. Um, at this time, there's no action required by the producers or the county office to issue these payments. They were just automatically issued, and those payments were issued on April 1st, and you should be hitting your bank account shortly. The one thing um, I do also want to mention that they did open up um, applying for the CFAP 2 starting on April 5th, and I there was no deadline, but there is some rumors about a 60-day timeline. So if you did not get signed up for that, and I think that was by December 11th, contact our office and possibly we can get you signed up for crops on that one for the CFAP too. So. Okay. Well, and uh, they, uh, the producers uh, involved, um, that this would affect, they know what paperwork they need to have or... Um, yep. These, um, if they're if they need to do a new sign up, if they if they miss that December eleventh sign up date, they should get a hold of our office, and then we can do um, a revised contract. Well, not really a revised. We can do a new contract, so we can get those crops paid that they missed out on by that deadline. So. Okay. Good. Now we're going to shift to uh, dairy here for just a minute and the dairy margin yep. coverage. Yep. So um, every year annually, you can come in and sign up for the dairy margin coverage. Um, and then if you sign up for a coverage rate and a percentage of the milk that you market, is the coverage on that. And then every year based on the national milk price and the feed cost for corn, soybeans, and alfalfa, they determine whether there's going to be a margin triggered during the month. And the national average market for market margin, sorry, for February 2021 was released on March 31st, and that was at $6.22 per hundredweight. So as a result, if you had a dairy operation and you elected in Tier 1, your margin coverage is levels at either $9.50, $9, $8.50, $8, $7.50, $7, and $6.50, those would all pay as well as if somebody signed up to also sign up for a Tier 2. And Tier 2 is usually if, if you're marketing over 5 million pounds of milk. Again, that would pay all the levels from 8 down to 650 and those payments would issue. Those DMC payments were issued by our office on April 2nd, so they should again be hitting your bank account shortly. And I just do want to do a reminder that those payments for DMC are sequestered at a rate of 5.7%. So, you know, if you're looking at your 950, I think you would have gotten the difference a little over $3 on that, but then if you take that 5.7% off of there, you probably are going to get a little bit less on that. So, just look at your bank accounts if you are signed up for the dairy program and see if there's a payment in there for your dairy. Okay. Uh some other reminders, uh conservation reserve, uh that's still in the works here. Yeah. Um again, we still are working with taking offers for both the general and the continuous sign-up. Um, the general is more, you're gonna, we're going to send that in at some point to the national office. You're competing with everybody in the nation. The continuous is basically what it sounds like. You're continuously able to put acres in. Those are usually smaller acres. Um, just a reminder that if you have contracts that are expiring on September 30th of 2021, those acres cannot have any trees 
if you have a grass practice on those, be eligible to enroll. So if you have the trees have kind of started growing up or something like that, you are going to be responsible for removing those trees before you'll be eligible to re-enroll in the continuous sign-up on those programs. Um, if you have any questions on that, you can t- contact the Wright Hennepin FSA office at 763-682-1982, and we're at Extension 2. Or you can email the office at mnbuffalo-fsa, the at sign, one.usda.gov. And then also, too, if you do have land enrolled in CRP, it's that time of the year when you want to start watching for noxious weeds or volunteer trees. And if you have either the noxious weeds or the volunteer trees on your CRP, you might want to call the FSA office before you're clipping or spraying or removing any noxious weeds or trees. And this is especially important um, coming up at this time of the year because the nesting season starts on May 15th and runs through August 1st. And I just want to remind everybody, there is no haying or grazing permitted on CRP acres. Okay. Oh. And I kind think some for, reminders on CRP. So. Yep, and some of those rela- regulations, I think, are pretty well known. So uh, hopefully yeah. it's just a reminder. Yeah. Uh, operating capital, the um, uh, loans or marketing assistance loans, those yeah. are still available too. So, I mean, it's a good way if you're looking for some operating money. I mean, I know a lot of the guys have their fertilizer and their um, seed already paid for and stuff. But, you know, it is it is kind of a nice way to get a little extra cash or a little cash for a short time. Um, and if you contact the FSA office, you can apply for those commodity loans on your 2020 crops that are stored in your bins on your farm site or bins that you're leasing or renting. Um the deadline to apply for the marketing assistance loans or the commodity loans is May 31st for corn and soybeans. Um, these loans have a nine months um, have a term of nine months, and the loan rates are as follows: um, corn is 202, um, $2.02, and soybeans is 609 per bushel, and that's for anything stored in Wright County. And corn is 203. And soybeans are six fifteen per bushel for anything stored in Hennepin County, and the current interest rate on the um, marketing loans is one point one two five percent. So, like I said, you have a nine month loan. If you need to sell it during the term of your loan, you give us a call, and we'll give you a marketing authorization to haul it to the elevator. The elevator usually sends us the dollars for the bushels you've hauled in, and as long as the loan's paid at the end of the nine months, we're all in good standing, so we can do it again the next year. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. It seems like there's always some acreage to be reported, and um, we're entering another round of that. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, because we're going to get, like we said, we're getting ready to start getting those fields planted and stuff, and I just want to let everybody know the maps are ready for acreage reporting for both Wright and Hennepin County. Um, if you want to call the office, discuss the best plan, so you can receive those acreage maps, you know, give us a call. Um, acres can be certified or can't be certified until all your crops are planted and the final planting or the final deadline for certifying your acres is July 15th for most crops. So if you have any additional questions on that acreage reporting process, give us a call at the office again at the 763-682-1982, extension 2, or our office email at mnbuffalo FSA, the at sign, O-N-E dot U-S-D-A dot G-O-V. 
Peggy Reed is our guest with Ryan Hennepin Farm Service Agency in Buffalo. Um, we hope and we pray that we're kind of coming out of this uh, pandemic situation. Uh, it's kind of up and down here in the last couple of weeks, but uh, things are, are looking up. What's the uh, status of the office? We're still kind of under pandemic guidance right now? Yes. Yes, we are. Um, we finally have all of our staff in the office working and not teleworking because the numbers have dropped to that point. Um, however, the office is still taking phone appointments only. Um, so like I said, I will give you the number and the email address again on that. However, we did get notification that starting on Monday, April 12th, providing the numbers stay where they are and things continue to look like they're doing, we can start doing some curbside business or um, business by a walk-up window, which I think last year we did that earlier in the year um, or during the summertime. Um, it was in the back side of the building. We'll put up signs again. So, But again, I would just recommend that everybody call the office to schedule an appointment for either using those options. And like I said, we're going to continue to monitor those COVID numbers to determine if we can continue to keep going that way or if we have to go back to phone appointments only. Um, and I just want to just remind everybody that we do have several options to get your information to you. We do have a one-spanned or a box option, which allows us to, to send your documents to you to your phone or either your email, and you can digitally sign that information and just send it right back to us. You don't have to print it out or anything. Like I said, you just digitally sign it, send it back to us. It works really, really easy. Um, you can also do email where it allows us to send your documents by email, but in those process, you will probably need to send, print those out and um, wet sign those with pen and ink and then scan those back to our office. We also do have a Dropbox here in the office. Um, it's sitting outside the ent in entryway um, where we can... You give us a call when you're in the parking lot. We'll bring the information you're looking for out to the Dropbox. We'll drop that off. Um, and you can come in and pick it up, sign it, take care of it, and then get a hold of us, and we'll come back out and get that. Like I said, starting Monday, we may be able to deal with you a little bit more at your car or things like that. So we'll kind of keep that in mind as well. And then we always have the option of regular mail where we're going to mail those documents out and the information out to your mail address, and then you're going to sign and return your information to the office. So, so like I said, we do have several options to work with you, and so far all of them have been working well. So. Lots of options. A lot depends on, you know, comfort level of uh, the particular individual that needs uh, whatever assistance and then, uh, you know, whatever the guidance is at that given point. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and just one more thing, Tim, before before we leave. I just, I would sincerely like to thank all the farmers and the producers and everybody that deals with our office in this last year, you know, for all your patience and cooperation because it has been an interesting year for everybody and in all situations. And, and I just want to continue to thank you and, and appreciate your patience and cooperation as we continue to navigate through all these difficult times. And like I said, we'll try to keep them informed what those COVID numbers are doing and how we're going to continue to do business here in the office. So, All right. Everybody's in it together. So we yes, got we we to work it out somehow <laughs> or other. Yeah. Okay, Peggy, once more on the phone number, uh, the main contact number, if you would. Yep, 763 682-1982, and then you would take extension 2. All right. We appreciate all the info, and we'll chat with you here, or maybe uh, looking a little like spring, maybe some crops in the ground by next month. Sounds good. We'll talk to you then, Jim. Okay, thanks a lot.
Peggy Reed with the Wright and Hennepin FSA office located in Buffalo. Our guest on today's Spotlight on KRWC.